The TTC has introduced some changes to their Presto card system. Uh, some of them came into effect yesterday. Some of them came into effect a little earlier on at the end of September. Stuart Green joins us now, spokesperson for the TTC, to give us the update on these changes. Stuart, it's nice to have you back on the show. Hi, Kelly. Good to be here. So why were the changes implemented before we get down to what the changes are? Was it mainly to deal with the growing problem of fare evasion on the TTC? Yeah, there, there are a couple of reasons. That, that is certainly one of them. Um, we, we know, for example, that uh, there's uh, a, a great deal of misuse of the child card. Uh, children ride uh, for free uh, if they're under 12 on the TTC, uh, and there is a Presto card that's set to that concession. Um, unfortunately, there are, uh, you know, there's skullduggery afoot, as uh, there often is in society, uh, and people are misusing these cards, particularly, uh, and, and probably not coincidentally, at our Dundas station, where Ryerson University and uh, and U of T is downtown, uh, and New York University Station, we see extraordinary rates of child card use. So that's one reason. Um, the other reason is uh, is that customers wanted it. Customers said to us they want to know uh, how much time they have left on their transfer. They want to know how much balance they have. Uh, and that's consistent with what other transit agencies that use Presto do. So the, the fraud issue we identify or we can address by having a different sound and a different light for the child card. So we do that now. So if an adult tries to tap a child card, they'll hear three beeps instead of one and the is light it just a yellow. beep 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 all the same or is there some sort of musical chime it, it's a it's a very distinct three separate individual beeps uh same same as the single beep sound but three of them uh, okay. and, the, and the light flashes yellow so what that allows us to do it allows our fare inspectors who are uh you know out in the system to see that an adult is tapping a child card um it also allows our station staff who monitor these things to do the same so um you know and then we can determine if you know perhaps someone is using a child card accidentally the cards do look the same so it is possible that people uh, misuse the by accident so we'll mm -hmm. have a conversation with them but if they are clearly doing this as a habit um, at a time that is advantageous to them they'll, they'll get a ticket and that can cost up to 425 bucks so uh, best that you don't do that but you have to catch them in the act correct right so you have to have uh, bodies on uh, scene to, to catch them um, yeah. why do why do the presto cards look the same for the children and adults why not just make them different yeah, so that that is something that we're looking into with Presto. Um, you know, unfortunately, as it stands now, they they are the same card. Um, so you know, there are a number of things we work with Presto very closely on. Uh, you know, we are their biggest customer, obviously, is the largest transit system in the country uh, or in the province, at least. Um, so so we work very closely with them on making these sorts of changes. So so we will be doing that. Okay, so those are coming uh, in the near future, or we're still in the works here. They're still in the works. Okay. Let's talk about the uh, changes that came into effect September 25th. Uh, Presto card readers started to display balances. Can you talk yeah. about that? Yeah. So, so again, this was a reaction to some customer uh, inquiries. Uh, you know, customers want to know, for example, you know, you, you can have unlimited travel on a single fare for two hours on the TTC, which is a great function, a great feature. Uh, the city, city introduced that. They subsidized us for that. So, you know, that actually allows you to go out in one fell swoop, grab some groceries and go home on one fare. You don't have to pay a return fare if you make your trip within two hours. So that's great. So, so what the new reader does is it tells you if you're on a transfer or if you've just bought a single fare or riding on a single fare, how much time of that two hours you have left. So that's a great feature. Uh, the other piece was it will tell you if you have a transit pass on there. So it will just, it will beep and it will show you transit pass. There will see no balance. And if you're one of those who uses the card with a, a cash wallet and you pay by ride, you'll see the balance left on your card. And again, these are features that uh, customers wanted and, and they're features that other transit agencies offer too. 
Right. Now, I understand that uh, screens will also include additional details. If a writer's Presto card is declined, they'll be informed as to the reasoning. What are the reasons why Presto card would be declined, that, that your, tr- your transfer is up and things like that? Yeah, so so it will be, uh, you know, if you if you think you're still transferring or traveling on a transfer uh, and you're not, it will tell you that. Uh, or maybe you're you're out of money. Um, you know, some people, uh, you know, they 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 keep very low balances on their Presto card. It's one of the one of the nice features of Presto is that you can put as much or as little as you want on it if you don't use a monthly pass. So you know, if if you know, perhaps you've run out of funds, it'll it'll tell you that too. Or uh, you know, in in some cases, again, going back to the fraud issue, um, if people are using a card that has been frozen because uh, someone has reported their card stolen, because if you register your card and you report it stolen, we can put a freeze on it. So if you try and tap that card later, it'll say declined, and it'll it'll tell you why. Perfect. I love that feature. I think that's yeah. great. Um, and hopefully you'd have eyes on someone, and they'd grab that and say you're using a declined card. Did they get a, a fine or any kind of uh, is there any kind of yeah. uh, penalty for that? Well, yeah. So, I mean, you know, there are a number of different things that we can charge people with who are who are misusing um, cards. I mean, we know from the Auditor General's report a couple of years ago that, that we're losing about $60 million, $60 million a year to, to presto uh, fraud and fare evasion. Um, and, and, you know, about 12 or 13 of that is this is the student card, the child card issue alone. So, you know, having having our staff in stations, and we have staff in all stations uh, who can who can you know readily monitor this sort of thing, mm-hmm. alert uh, fare inspectors of transit control if they see uh, or if it's a repeat offender. Again, on the streetcars, if you're traveling, we have fare inspectors on the streetcars. They'll be expanding out more into the system. They're not doing fare inspection right now because of uh, they're doing other customer service related issues. But um, you know, we will have eyes on the on you know people tapping their cards, and we'll be able to determine very quickly if it was a, a deliberate misuse or an accidental. Misuse and we'll have a conversation with them. We'll decide at that point what kind of fine or ticket they might get. But Stuart, the t- you, yeah. Sorry, I was just going to say the, fair, the fines can range from, you know, 235 up to $425. So. You were mentioning they're, they're, they are not um, enforcing fares right now. You, you were talking right. about how they were um, doing other community initiatives. What's going on? Yeah, so so we decided we made a decision, um, you know, it, during the pandemic that uh, there was a better role for fare inspectors right now. Um, you know, we we had a lot of people who were uh, a little confused or concerned about riding public transit. So we're out there giving them good advice. We were handing out masks. We have gone back to educating customers. If if a fare inspector stops someone on a streetcar who's you know perhaps used a, you know misused a, a Presto card, they will have a conversation with them uh, and just remind them about what they're supposed to be doing in the proper fare payment and all of that, uh, but they won't be issuing tickets just yet. So, aye, aye, um, aye. yeah, so we're still, but we are still, you know, we are still educating people. Um, and, and, you know, our, our, you know, fare compliance has, is significantly, uh, has, has improved during the pandemic, frankly, because those people that are using public transit right now are our are, are most dedicated transit riders uh, and the people in the tra- and they know how to ride transit and they, they ride transit and they pay for, they pay their share. So uh, that's, that's well, the good Well, if but, they're the most dedicated transit riders, then they know that they're not um, of the age that they could use a child card. I don't understand the warning. I get it. Maybe I'm yeah. cold hearted, but I just <laughs> so not, think it's, yeah. it's time to say, nope, enough's enough. You know so what the not, deal is. Yeah. So we're not seeing the level of abuse of the child cards that we saw pre-pandemic. So I'll say that. Uh, and again, as I said, we know where the greatest misuse of child cards is, which is at Dundas and York University stations, not coincidentally uh, very close to universities. Yeah. Um, so very quickly, if I could, in the last minute or so here, sure. Stuart, you have announced plans to install antimicrobial copper coatings that can kill 
uh, bacteria on high touch surfaces on buses, subway cars and streetcars. I think a lot of people are pretty happy about that uh, because, you know, they don't know what they can safely touch anymore. Can you speak to that? Yeah, so I mean, this is a this is an initiative that we're undertaking. We're part of an. It's really an experimental research project we're undertaking. Uh, TransLink in Vancouver is part of this initiative, uh, and really, it's just about looking at uh, new and and better ways to keep the TTC safe and clean. So during the pandemic, for example, you know, we installed hand sanitizer in subway stations on all of our streetcars uh, to give people that extra uh, uh, chance to cl- uh, clean their hands. We also were doing you know daily disinfecting of vehicles a couple times a day during the pandemic. We changed the air filtration systems. Um, so we've upgraded the air filtration systems now to the very highest we could to allow our HVAC systems to continue working. So the copper the copper test is on eight different vehicles, all modes, bus, streetcar, subway. Um, and we'll test the, the, the efficacy of that, um, and then we'll give those results back. This is not a, a broad sweeping installation that we're doing. Mm-hmm. And we're looking at other things as well, uh, similar sorts of things, which are uh, coatings that, we, that can be put on grab rails and handrails and things um, to, to, you know, just give people that extra level of comfort. Right, because copper's quite expensive. It can be, yeah. This is very, very thin. I mean, you can barely, it barely has a, a you know, that orange tint to it. Okay. Um, but, uh, but, but, you know, there, are, there is science that suggests it has these antimicrobial properties. So, you know, we're happy to participate in this experiment. And really, it is just that at this point, an experiment. Stuart, thanks so much for uh, clarifying what's going on in the TTC with regard to the changes with Presto and uh, what your plans are uh, with that pilot. I really appreciate your time. Oh, my pleasure, Kelly. Anytime. Thank you. Have a great day. Stuart Green, spokesperson for the TTC.